Welcome to Take America Back, a program of information and inspiration. Take America Back is for patriotic Christians to learn what they can do to bring America back to God. Now here is your host, Lee Watts. Hello, patriots, and welcome again to the program looking at the news from a Christian, constitutional, common-sense, conservative point of view. Boy, do we have some big news for you this week. First of all, there seems to be a great amount of confusion in Kentucky on the mask mandate. Is it still in effect? Is it not? There's all kinds of conflicting reports, so here is the legal information for you. Uh, of course, Governor Bashir decreed that all Kentuckians must strap a mask across their face before they're allowed to go out in public places. But the state legislature thought that is an abuse of power. That is not right. You shouldn't be able to force people to do that. So they passed a law, uh, which is House Joint Resolution 77, which says the governor cannot force you to wear a mask. Well, of course, Andy Bashir vetoed that, but the legislature overrode his veto. However, Andy Bashir says, I still do not respect the General Assembly. I don't expect the lawmaking process. So he went off and he got one judge in one county to say, well, I decree that you don't have to obey the laws that are passed by the General Assembly. This judge's name is Judge Philip Shepard of the 48th Circuit Court in uh, Franklin County, Kentucky. Now, think about this. You have one judge whose district is one county is going to say, I declare that I have authority over the entire statewide elected legislature to void out their laws. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound like judicial tyranny to you? Now, at the same time, we have other circuit court judges. Again, Judge Shepard is just a circuit court judge. We have had circuit court judges in Scott County and in Boone County saying, no, you have to enforce the laws that the legislature passed. But, of course, Andy Bashir is just picking and choosing. I'm going to say we have to go with this one judge's ruling instead of all of the other judges' rulings who hold the same level of judge. They're all circuit court judges here. So the legislature says there is no mask mandate. The governor says there is. One circuit judge says there's not. Two circuit court judges says there is. So it all depends on who you ask. Personally, I don't think you have to wear the mask. Uh, the governor cannot make laws. Uh, if he wants to issue a recommendation, I'd have no problem with that. And if somebody else's mask works, then why do I need one? So that's where we're at. This law is no doubt on its way to the Kentucky Supreme Court. And whenever the court hears this case, uh, then that will give us a final decision. My guess is the Kentucky Supreme Court will say, just like it did last year, we're going to say that Gandy Bashir has all power. You can't restrict his power, legislature. He can do anything he wants. And every single law you pass to restrict his power, we're going to say none of those apply. The only chance they had to restrict his power, to restore some economic liberty, some medical liberty, uh, some business liberty in Kentucky was to remove the person who keeps offending the rights of the people. And yet they refused to do that. 
Governor Bashir has gone farther, which is exactly what I said was going to happen all last year. I said, if you try to restrict his power and then the judges say, no, you're not allowed to pass laws that restrict his power, that Andy Bashir will become more emboldened. Well, that's exactly what has happened this past week. Governor Bashir has come out and said that he will not release what well, he said he will, quote, consider, end quote, releasing some of his mandates if two and a half million Kentuckians will take the vaccine. Now, think about this. He didn't say he's actually going to remove any mandates. He said he will consider it if two and a half million Kentuckians will take the vaccine. You know what that is? Extortion. That is extortion completely. Uh, To take this experimental vaccine, remember, the vaccine has not been authorized by the FDA or CDC. They have not approved this thing. It has just been authorized for experimental use. Do you realize that? The normal experimental use time for a vaccine is anywhere from 6 to 10 years so that they can test this thing. Well, this thing, remember, they promised back nine months before the vaccine came out that they were going to find a vaccine. What kind of a person can promise we will have a vaccine for you nine months before it's discovered? They've been looking for vaccines for all kinds of viruses for decades, scores of years, and they haven't found one, but they promised nine months before it was even found. We will find it. We will find it by this day, and we will have it available for you by the first of the year. Incredibly suspicious. And, of course, that's probably going to make a lot of people concerned because of a big story that came out of the New York Times this Tuesday. Federal officials have stopped using the vaccine made by Johnson & Johnson because there have been multiple people who have died from it. If you would like to read this article in the New York Times this week, just contact me here on the program and I will be very happy to send you the link to this article that you can read from the New York Times about how the, uh, the, the vaccine has been paused because people are dying from it. Uh, you can email us at godandcountryministry at hotmail.com, and we will be happy to send you this link from the New York Times article. Let me give you some of the information here. It says federal officials said there was broad agreement in the senior ranks of the Biden administration that they need to pause the vaccine while they investigate. The concerns about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine mirror those uh, about the one over in Europe because uh, they have a different one there, but they're seeing the same problems. Europe, European regulators began investigating the vaccine last month after some recipients have developed blood clots, and of course we have had multiple people die now. Both Johnson & Johnson and the European uh, vir- vaccination, uh, they use what is called uh adenoviruses, and I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly, but this is to, quote, to carry DNA into human cells to begin the process of generating immunity, end quote. Did you hear that? The quote from the doctors in the New York Times article says this vaccine is going to carry DNA changing things into your cells. This is very different from every vaccine on the planet. None of the others change your DNA 
and this is specifically what this is designed to do. Let me go on to quoting this article, quote, Researchers have speculated that DNA carried by this vaccination may set off the immune system reaction in some people, end quote. It's like this is actually what is causing the people to get sick and die. The first public sign concerned about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine came on April the 9th when European medical agencies announced that it was investigating reports of cases of blood clots and deaths of people who died from it in the United States. All the people uh, who have died of this developed the, uh, had received the vaccination within a month. Uh, the hospitalized person in Nebraska was a person in their late 40s, uh, and then they died from it. The person in Virginia that was a victim, uh, age 45, they developed symptoms six days after getting the vaccine. Uh, and then, of course, they, they passed away. And here is something that's really interesting. They uh, Let me read you this part. Quote, they said that public attention is already generating new reports of possible cases to federal authorities, end quote. So you know what? A whole bunch of other people who have passed away, they're starting to realize, hey, wait a second, we're finding a common thread. All these people have got the vaccine. Scientists with the FDA and the CDC are jointly examining the possible links between the vaccine and these blood clot disorders causing all of these deaths. Uh, The decision uh, to stop the vaccine injections of Johnson & Johnson is yet the latest blow that the company is facing with the vaccine. Late last month, Johnson & Johnson discovered that workers at a Baltimore plant had accidentally contaminated a batch of the vaccine. Uh, with federal certification of the, uh, this in doubt, the vaccine from Johnson to Johnson is in serious trouble. Uh, there's even been talk about removing the experimental authorization for this thing. Because again, right now, it's only approved for experimentation. Let's give some more things in this article here. It says the government experts are concerned that doctors may not be trained to spot or treat the disorder if recipients of the vaccine develop symptoms. So you, they're concerned, hey, wait a second, there's going to be some deaths and some problems, other problems caused, and doctors aren't even going to realize it's because these people got the vaccine. And you can read this. It's quotes that we see from Dr. Peter Marks, who is the director of the Food and Drug Administration Center for uh, Biologics Evaluation and Research, talking about all this. Uh, He said, quote, uh, talking about the vaccine can actually cause tremendous harm or the outcome can be fatal, end quote. This is what I've been saying now for months. Don't take something that's just an experiment that's designed to change your DNA. Let's give you a little bit more on this. The CDC and the FDA recommend that people who have received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine contact their doctor if they experience headaches or abdominal pain or leg pain or shortness of breath. Because you know why? These are the symptoms that the people who got the blood clots and died from the vaccine all had these things. Officials said the most common symptom of the disorder was a, a headache that begins about a few days, about six days after you get the shot. So some very concerning things 
about the vaccine. It's amazing to me that they want to do something to change your DNA. Why take a vaccine for a virus that has a greater than 99.5% survival rate? So even if you do catch it, you have more than a 99.5% chance of getting over it. So most people, I mean, they say that uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, he says he got it, but uh, they say he had it, but he didn't even know it because he didn't have any symptoms. I think there's a whole lot of false positives on this thing as well. So let's talk about this vaccine. If you want to take it, tell people, yeah, sure, we'll take the vaccine. Just mail it to me. My health and my safety are too important to show up in person to take the vaccine. So just mail it to me, you know, like they do those mail-in ballots for voting. You know, you said that that's safe and it's secure and it's honest. Nobody would dare cheat or fill it out for somebody else. So just mail the vaccine to me and yeah, I'll give it to myself and I'll send you the paperwork saying that I'm vaccinated. You trust me, right? That is the ludicrousness we have. And it just shows how they'll say, oh, you can do this for voting, but you sure wouldn't want to do it for the vaccine. We actually want to be able to prove that. And you realize if you get the vaccine, they give you a little card. It's got this little symbol on it, and it's got a little number they can look up that shows that in the records that you have got the vaccine. I want every Christian right now to think about this vaccination card that you are given. It comes with a little mark, and it's got a little number where they can look up your name. Does this sound familiar to anybody, saying that you would not be allowed to travel unless you had the mark or the number of your name, you won't be allowed to buy or to sell, you can't come into my store, you can't enter our school, unless you have that little mark or the number of your name. I am not saying at all that this is the mark of the beast. I am saying it is sure setting the world up for it. And everything that makes us one step closer to the Antichrist control, I want to push back with every single thing that I have. So that's some information that you're probably not hearing on the mainstream media. Again, if you'd like to get this article from the New York Times, just email me at godandcountryministry at hotmail.com. And I'll be very happy to send that to you. And until next week, this is Lee Watts saying, be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring. Thanks for listening to Take America Back, a radio program part of God and Country Ministry. This is an entirely faith-supported work. If you would like to contribute to this effort or learn more about what you can do to Take America Back, visit us online at godandcountryministry.com. That's godandcountryministry.com.